0: I'm Noah, and I'm Ben, and you're listening to Product Journey. <laughs> hey Ben, how's it going? Hey.
1: Good morning, man. Going well. How about you? Doing
0: good. We we missed last week. I, I always don't like missing a week, but uh, it happens.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fine, I guess.
0: We, we have life to live, right?
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, So yeah, we've been doing this for such a long, such a long time and we barely, I, I don't know, did we ever miss like 10 weeks? Probably not. Like overall. Yeah, I don't
0: think we have. I mean, overall, <laughs> I feel like maybe we've missed four weeks. Yeah. Maybe five. Sounds about I mean, right. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty I good. think so too.
1: We're, we're allowed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. So yeah, what was
1: uh, your last couple weeks like? Now that you, now that you mentioned that we also, uh, did record last week, I probably did more than I thought I did. <laughs> um, yeah, probably. So one of the, one of the most fun things I did that hopefully also pushes, uh, everything in the right direction a little bit is, uh, I worked on the marketing page a little bit for, um, so I made a new section called features, uh, and made little videos and couple of sentences to each of the features and try to redo the entire landing page a little bit. And I started adding a um, a, a yearly pricing plan, which is not in the app yet, um, but it's it's already on the page and it's all set up in, in Paddle. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking to uh, basically get that into the application now. Uh, and yeah, pr- probably tomorrow send out for the last time, sent out a couple of invites um, and let let people know that the early access is now actually coming to an end. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see uh, if I can actually convince some folks to, <laughs> to convert before that. Maybe I'll offer them um, a month off or two. Uh, yeah. Yeah, offer a month
0: or two, get them to convert, <clears throat> and um, kind of take it from there.
1: Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I'm, I'm also for the marketing page. Next next step is probably uh, write some articles about note taking. Um, and I've actually been thinking if I should outsource this. Um, I, I've never actually done that, so it might be interesting to to see <laughs> how that goes. Uh, if if I decide to do that, I'll definitely report back. I have no idea where to look for folks to actually write blog posts for you, uh, so that's gonna be interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've always thought of maybe doing that. Like it, it seems like an interesting, like it seems like a good project. Like like one of your first kind of hires, where it's like it's a it's a standalone kind of project on its own. We can just say, hey, write this blog about this topic, and. Um, yeah, it seems like a good way to leverage your time, maybe. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to know, like, are you going to get the same output? How do you how much is it going to are you still going to have to work with them, like editing yeah. and reviewing to where it takes a decent amount of time anyways for, from you? And I don't know. Yeah, that's it. it I, I have wanted to try something similar as well, though.
1: Yeah, I have, I have no idea how that works, but I'm definitely willing to give it a try. <laughs> cool do you do you know
0: like what kind of things you'd want them to write about
1: well ideally it would be something related to note taking right um i haven't even done the research yet on what competitors do i don't think note taking apps usually have like a huge you know archive of articles (laughs) so Mm hmm going to be interesting for sure but yeah i I think it would make sense to um, you know kind of drop some features that um provides and yeah, it's something about techniques of how to on how to write effective notes or you know like how to mm-hmm, how to get started mm-hmm. with a note taking system, you know like like write down your notes in a way that they're connected, you can come back to them like evergreen notes, what is that? So I, I can imagine there is a bunch of stuff that you could write about that actually makes sense for people to read because it's actually kind of cool to improve your your note taking in a way. Um, but yeah, I I really have you know, I, I just had the idea. It would be kind of cool to try the waters, <laughs> you know, like letting somebody write that. But I obviously have to do the research first on like what, what should they write about and maybe have like a little outline and like how many words they should write. And yeah, I have yeah. no idea how that really works in detail.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I could see this being a little bit more expensive, but maybe it would work best with your goals and not taking as much of your time. Um, but I could see like... Almost like finding someone that's already maybe writing in this space or has already shown online that they have like publicly that they have interests about some of these spaces and you kind of just like give it up to them and be like hey you go like research some of these topics find like what's working um and write kind of about whatever you want but what's useful <laughs> and then also tell them like you know tie it back to um because that does sound like that could make a lot of sense where it's like they're they're giving valuable information of like hey this is how you can write your notes and oh you can do it um with um in in, as well in in this way and kind of show talk a little bit about um at the end or something um yeah yeah, exactly and if you kind of yeah if you can kind of give it up to them then like you can kind of just be hands off and a couple weeks later there's like a couple like blog posts that are just like working on their own um yeah, that, that, that can maybe be a good way to go, possibly. Yeah, that would
1: be cool. <laughs> so definitely yeah, finding that person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if somebody out there listening knows somebody or is capable of doing that, I, you know, hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, what else have I done? Yeah. Um, I did finish, I probably finished a feature uh, that I can't really remember anymore because it's been like over a week ago, but one other <laughs> thing that I do remember that was pretty cool, uh, I had my first payday, so I basically made the first payout to myself, um, oh. and that felt really good, it's like the first time, uh, I've been waiting for that for, for, for I don't know, probably for like two years, right, <laughs> because that was like the plan from the get-go, yeah. Um, yeah, feels really good to uh, finally have, have made that first payout.
0: <laughs> Wait, so payday from, like, all your different projects combined? Um, yeah. Because they're all under the same um, company. I
1: yeah, believe, exactly. Right? So that's freelance money as well, right? So it's not just okay. any, you know. It's basically all in the same business account, right? Like selling Playgroup goes into that business account and everything that I've done over the last two years basically landed in that account. I've never really touched it. And so now it was the first time I actually made a payout because I kind of have to now. Wait, wait. So you've, (laughs) you've
0: gone, I mean, you've been freelancing now for like the last six months uh, or this whole year, basically. So you've gone this whole year without paying yourself.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what but so, yeah but you, i guess yeah. you had
0: some savings uh or something that you've been uh just going through and then so i i think i only money took there.
1: like i only took like i don't know probably like 3000 euros um over the last three months because that's when i quit my job officially right and then i kind of didn't mm-hmm. have an income anymore and i didn't really touch the money yet so i think i took like 3k from my savings um mm-hmm. and and now what i did with the payout just to keep the transactions uh, as as little as possible so it's easier for <laughs> for my accountant and whatnot i actually paid out a bigger amount so that it'll last like three months and then in three months i'll just do the next payout i don't know if that's smart or not yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it kind of feels like a good idea <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's that's interesting i think uh yeah just this idea of like how to use your money um for your business or pay out like yeah how to when to pay out yourself when to take the profits is kind of an interesting idea that uh, maybe we could talk about a little bit more because um, <laughs> it'd be interesting to see how other people are doing that too yeah um, maybe this would be a good question for twitter or something
1: um, yeah but... i've never i've never really asked anybody i know who's who's also freelancing like if they pay themselves monthly or how they actually do that
0: <laughs> yeah i also have not well at least from the money potions made i haven't paid any of that to myself either either um i mean for me uh since i have a day job i don't really need to um but i'm also just like considering like maybe I should just to like be kind of like profit first kind of thing. Um, pay myself at least some of it. But then also I know like if I do that, then I think I'll have to pay taxes. Well, I, I, I'm i not, I'll have to figure out the taxes regardless, I guess. Um, I'll have to pay taxes <laughs> I, I think you'll have to pay taxes either way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll have to, yeah, I'm trying to figure out if I should just pay myself a little bit because I do have, some money that's now just kind of sitting there and um i haven't decided what i want to do with it yet i think I'm, I'm kind of waiting actually um so i i guess i do know at least this much i i'm waiting because i know that if i do quit my job then that money will kind of become like a runway kind of thing um and so i'll need that money um to kind of keep going and give, give myself time um, to be able to work on potion full-time so i'm just kind of waiting with it right now and, and i haven't decided like to pay more people to do projects or things yet just as i'm waiting to to know what i what i do there yeah that that makes sense but
1: i mean i kind of did the same right like i was still working the day job most of the year and but now like there is no there is no stable income anymore so i got i gotta you know use that that money to actually pay myself (laughs)
0: yeah but it is stable your income yeah it, yeah i mean i do mean, have i do have, I do have ongoing
1: contracts <laughs> in freelancing right so it's totally fine for me to withdraw from that account now it's it's yeah it's yeah it feels safe yeah it feels good
0: <laughs> yeah uh let's we'll see anything else um in uh the um department or um things you've been up to
1: mm, i think that's almost it already
0: <laughs> okay cool um so yeah I, I thought it'd be interesting to go because i think last episode i talked a little bit about um this this ended up being a very interesting conversation on twitter because um, i talked a little bit about some of like the maybe risks um that i had with potion um with relying on notion and some of the infrastructure things because of that <clears throat> and i gotta say i, I hope uh, matt Winsing's listening um because <laughs> well, first, because uh, I really appreciate Matt. I think we both do. Um, I think sometimes we come from a little bit of a different angle. But what I really appreciate about Matt is that he's he wants to help us. Like he's he'll he'll hear yeah. he'll listen to something we're talking about, and he'll he'll reach out um, on Twitter and be like, "Hey, uh, would you do it this way, or, or what about this?" Um, and he'll kind of poke holes, which we need. And um, you know, Matt has a ton of wisdom. He's sold like a company for i don't know millions i, f- I forget but he's, he's done a lot of good stuff in the past and he's you know he's working on summit and um yeah so he's uh just a ton of knowledge and he knows what he's talking about so i really appreciate matt kind of like uh, trying to help us out and uh just kind of having that ongoing conversation on twitter um so yeah that's kind of what happened uh matt listened to that and he was and he kind of heard some of the infrastructure like risks um, and things that I had going on. Um, and he kind of, uh, kind of pointed at those and was like, Hey, this, uh, doesn't look that good. (laughs) Um, like (laughs) the, the terms of service that notion has kind of says that you can't pull data, which I'm doing, um, basically from like, really in any way, like you can't scrape, you can't pull, get data from, um, like notion other than like through their official API um which I'm doing. Um so you kinda of pointed at that and um kind of just pointing at the different risks. And uh that I mean that was good I think for me to think through. Um because I I mean when I started Potion, I knew that there were some of these platform risks of like building on top of Potion. And um so I knew those risks were there, but I've I've kind of forgotten about it a little <laughs> bit since since it's been wait, going. Like wait,
1: wait. Let, let, me, let me let me ask right there, like you forgot about it or you got comfortable with them. I think that's a, that's a difference, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I got comfortable with them. Like it was just something I, I just didn't think about much because, okay, yeah. you know, the business was just kind of going. Um, I felt like so far, like Notion seemed to be like fine with what I'm doing. Like I've talked to Notion um, employees about uh, Potion and, you know, they're aware of what I'm up to. Um, so yeah, I just kind of didn't think about it and was, got comfortable with it. And so I think it was good having that conversation and it, it was super interesting because like tons of other people chimed in on that Twitter thread um, and like, you know, just other bootstrappers, other people that have done, uh, have, have built successful businesses. So it was, it was just cool to see kind of their thoughts about my situation and, and what they would do or what they were thinking um so yeah, i think it was really good for me to think through that and at least the the, the couple of days after that i was kind of like <clears throat> i mean i was a little bit down i was kind of like thinking like hmm, man what do, what should i do like I, I was kind of feeling a little more pressure to like maybe maybe potion isn't gonna work as long as i'm wanting to because of these risks and maybe i should look into other options um for like a a, a second business to like, kind of do simultaneously to kind of just diversify. Um, and so it it did kind of put me in a headspace like that a little bit where I was thinking, like, I, I wasn't as motivated, I guess, as much, uh, with potion for, for a little bit. And, um, but I think I've kind of come to the conclusion that like, yes, there is, there is some risk, um but I, I am like, I am pretty comfortable with that risk. Um, I'm, I'm going to be talking with notion again, um, to just kind of, kind of just restart that conversation, uh, make sure they're good with what I'm doing and kind of, I might, I might even try to ask like if they can, um, let me know, like if, if one of their developers can let me know if they're changing stuff on their API and so that I can be ready to handle it. And, um, so hopefully that some good things, outcomes come from that. But, uh, yeah, I was kind of thinking like, you know, I don't think this potion business is gonna be like my forever business. Like it, it probably is just not going to be, just since it is built on top of a platform and there are some of these risks. Um, but like it is really, I think, a good uh step one business um uh, where it can be a really good business that um it's kind of like the you know, the 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 first kind of business that I guess it's good for a first time entrepreneur that it can get so far, uh, maybe there's a bit of a ceiling on there, but uh, it's it's probably a business that's easier to get started because of being on a platform. And I'm happy with that. Like if I can make this into a good little business um, and maybe it has some limitations, um, I'm good with those. Uh, but <clears throat> yeah, so I, I just got to a point where I was feeling pretty good about it. And uh, yeah, that was that was an interesting conversation. So if I if I can go back and find that uh, Twitter thread, I'll, I'll try to put that in the show notes if people want to check out what was <laughs> all, all the different thoughts and things that were going on there.
1: It was definitely interesting to see. I, th- I think having those conversations in public or on Twitter with with a bunch of different people who come from different backgrounds and run different businesses is actually pretty helpful because it just as you said, it just gets you thinking, right? So the way I saw Mm -hmm. it from, like, in in the thread, and I think I told you that before already, like, the risk has been there from day one, right? You decided to build on a platform, there is platform risk. Like, that's no, no big news. I also totally get why Matt is... Uh, like sees it that way and you know he what he pointed out what is interesting is that there were like multiple fires burning right like (laughs) in in that specific episode you had like this versal domain thing you were reliant on that so that's one fire and then there was like notion in general which is second fire so you were like this is fine you know sipping your coffee while everything burns literally (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so there was a little bit much going on that's that's true yeah um but but yeah, I don't. I don't know. You you knew the risk before, I would say, and it didn't really increase just because there were some <clears throat> fires to put out, and just like yeah. you said, it's it's not not necessarily your forever business, which I think um, Matt sees very differently in what he's building right now, which is totally fine, right? But I think yeah, that's just very different mindset, I would say. Um, but it, yeah. it's definitely cool <laughs> that he you know that he was like, hey, poking, like, hey, that's kind of a big deal, you know, you should, <laughs> you should yeah, take care yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah,
0: so what I've kind of been working on this last week or two is uh, basically trying to make my infrastructure a little bit more robust. And that's a good idea. part of how I'm doing that is I'm bringing all my custom domains over to Versal. Um, and that's really where um, I had the issue last time was Versal, you know, kind of blocked. The way i was doing uh, custom domains and kind of that system because um, i had another you know system that was pointing the custom da- domains to the versal servers and that's what they, they cut that off uh, so i'm going to be moving all my custom domains to Versal. so then everything will be held in one place on versal and it, it should be a lot more robust there um and and also what i'm doing is i'm turning my websites into a a mono repo, which was something I wasn't able to do completely before. Um, But with some new things coming out, um, I'll be able to basically handle all the different custom domains and still make like static sites with Versal um, and and Next.js. And so this will be really, this will be a really nice upgrade because um, and this was just kind of the, the first system I built from the very beginning, which was, you know, just trying to get the, the, <laughs> the, the, thing working and up. Um, but basically I have for each site in Versal, I have a, a separate project. Um, and so there's tons of projects in Versal now But I mean, the nice thing is it's, it's all managed by their API. So it's, it's pretty fairly easy to manage. But if I want to like update new features and stuff, like it takes a long time to, to go through all those projects and, and build them um, so that everyone gets the newest. And so, yeah, what I've been working on allows for just one project to handle all the websites. And so I just have to update that one project, you know, everything's right there. So that would be really good. And i um, hoping to have that kind of infrastructure changes done here soon. Um, other than that, like, that's the main, that's the main things I've been working on. I really feel like I haven't been as motivated for potion recently. And I think, and I think some of it is some of these things we're talking about. Um, I think, you know, I, um, I was just listening to this, uh, podcast the yesterday, um, called controlling your dopamine for motivation. Um, and actually, Corey Haynes recommended this podcast. It's, it's by this this like uh, doctor or something. And uh, it was really interesting because he, he was talking about how like dopamine is really important to like controlling, you know, how we feel throughout the day. And really, you have like it's not like I think a lot of people think of dopamine as like it's just something that comes when you do something fun or, you know, you're scrolling through Twitter and something comes up in your feed and that you only have dopamine hits at those times but actually dopamine is like it's like a baseline thing that you always need to have some of it because um, if you had none like you just have no motivation you'd be like really sad and like so you, you have to kind of balance it and keep it at a, a good um <clears throat> place and the other thing he talked about that I, I thought kind of maybe described maybe how I'm feeling a little bit is when you like one of the biggest things of dopamine is anticipation. Like you're anticipating something to happen. And just that anticipation of like a goal or something to be achieved, like is releasing dopamine. <clears throat> and sometimes that can be higher in dopamine than you actually achieving the thing, uh, which is kind yeah. of funny that we, we we kind of like the anticipation more than anything. And so <clears throat> I think what can happen with people in businesses is your anticipation of making this thing work Um, and and reaching some goal with your business. And when you don't do that, um, it kind of like just makes you have like a dopamine low um, because you didn't achieve it. And it can can kind of, I think that's when it can burn people out, you'll lose motivation, um, things like that. And so I think at least this last month, it's been a little bit like that for me, just with some of these kind of at least setbacks in my mind with things like this where it's like you know having times of worrying like if potion is, is the thing i should continue working on for a long time or if i should like start a second thing um just to diversify um and so in some ways there's been some distractions and um also i i feel like uh, growth has kind of steadied out this this month probably because I haven't been pushing marketing very much. Um, but also just, you know, randomly there's been some churn and things like that. So because of, you know, the anticipation of it growing or not seeing it grow, um, I think I've, yeah, just like been a little bit less motivated. Um, so yeah, that's been kind of
1: interesting. And, um, I I feel like I should ask yes. a smart question, but I would just say that's that's also pretty normal, maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you you know, motivation is is all, obviously not always always there. Um, mm-hmm. and, and same for growth, I guess. Uh, you know, like have even if even if this continues until the end of the year and your you know your growth slows down a little bit, it's it's probably best to just zoom out a little bit and not you know like don't, don't let it take you down so much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking. I was actually thinking of possibly doing like, I mean, that that's the cool thing about running your own business and having complete control of it is, you know, if I, if I am getting demotivated, like maybe I just take a month off of potion and just like zoom out. Um, Just take a break of like working as much and just coming back with a refreshed mind and kind of reset, like that could be really beneficial and you know that's something i could do if i decided
1: um, that it made yeah. sense
0: um so yeah, yeah i for mean that... sure
1: i i also yeah, think, I think it's it I, I in general i think it's pretty healthy to question you know like question or ask ask the questions that you're asking yourself right now like is this the business like i i want to pursue for the next years like what what do i want to get out of it like having that like having those questions answered is probably a good idea and helps you decide, you know, like what to do next, if you want to, you know, start something else on the side or not. Right. So, right. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So anyways, that, <laughs> that being said, um, kind of thinking through those things, uh, we then kind of came up with another, <laughs> another idea that I thought, I thought we should just share a little bit. What, what was going through our heads, uh, with that, um, but basically it kind of came out of like um kind of some of the stuff i'm talking about where it's like i'm thinking about diversifying possibly so i'm thinking like is there another idea i should work on as well um and then at the same time it seems like web 3 is like blowing up uh lots uh, at least on my timeline that's like all i see on twitter maybe <laughs> maybe i'm in some bubble i don't know um but it, it it does seem like there's some really good opportunities in Web3 stuff right now, um, just because it's you know it's new. There's new technologies. Lots of smart people seem to be jumping into it, and I think there's really a lot of potential with the technology. Um, and so yeah, we we kind of had an idea, and then we were talking about maybe working on it together. Um, so that that was that was fun to think about that through that for a few days. Um, yeah. Do you want to just real quickly? explain like what we were thinking about doing <laughs>
1: so, so so it's basically basically it was kind of like two ideas right so the first one was having mm-hmm. having this nft collection uh release which kind of tracks um tracks tracks your crypto assets over multiple wallets right um <clears throat> and then you could we, we could release that from certain uh, popular wallets or whatever. And the, the NFT would actually update a graph. So the NFT would be an image that actually changes, which hasn't been done that much, to be honest, like most of them are just kind of like static images. So that would be kind of cool to have, but yeah, I mean, you would obviously need to attach some kind of utility to that. So the idea was maybe it could be like an early access, uh, token that lets you, um, yeah, that, that's basically your, your entry to a SaaS application that we could build out and that would then be more like a, a full blow crypto tracker where you can, you know, like watch your assets in fr- from different wallets. Uh, and apparently some of those like there there are tools for that, and some of them seem to be pretty decent um mm-hmm. but yeah like we 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 ended up talking to a bunch of people, I guess I think you talked to even more people than I did. I basically just talked to like two people uh, a lot of them yeah. was like one of them was like uh yeah i I don't really care at all, you know, like I just put my money there <laughs> and then when it's tax season, I basically just look at you know and I have sold something I just you know, uh, print out like what I what I bought for and what I sold for, which is enough, I guess. Um, right.
0: Yeah, I mean, so to kind of go back to the the NFT idea, um, just hope to make sure, hope because NFTs can be confusing. So just to make sure that makes sense <laughs> for people, the idea was that it would be, you know, maybe up to ten thousand NFTs that would track like whales, like like or famous people's wallets that are like famous people that are public's wallets and and so the thought was that you know maybe people would like to kind of feel like they almost own a piece of their wallet and and be able to see it track over time and you're almost like betting on that person's um value of their wallet going higher and growing um so i don't know that that was we it kind of sounded interesting at first i think i mean it's still interesting but the question is like do people want that like would that be valuable because like you know the two different ideas the nft then going into like an actual SAS, like they would both need to work then they both need to kind of work together and and be something that people want for the whole thing to work um, and so, like the people I talked to about the NFT idea, they're kind of just like uh, I don't like. They, they just didn't see. I could tell they weren't seeing much value in it. Like, like it wasn't something they necessarily wanted. And you know, I was talking to people that are into NFTs. Like, they're buying NFTs every day, basically. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Once I once I started to hear some of that feedback, <clears throat> and then just kind of that as well, along with like the idea of tracking crypto, like, that's obviously a need, like, people need that. And there's things out there already. But I think that problem's been solved pretty well, where it kind of feels like, okay, how would we differentiate? Um, Why would we, you know, build in that space when, yep, there's kind of already a lot of, I don't know, I found maybe like 10 other competitors, at least, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's more. Um, And then, You know, some of the people I talk to, like, I think there's a lot of people that don't really care about tracking their crypto, like you said, because people that really believe in this stuff, they're not they're not day trading like they're they're in it for the long haul. And so they're just kind of holding. And so if that's your position, which I think a lot of people in crypto are doing that, um, especially for like the the bigger cryptos like Bitcoin and Ethereum, um, they're just not going to track like they're just not going to look at their, their balance of yeah, their yeah. wallet and like their portfolio and trying to like see like how good they're doing and stuff. Cause they just don't care about those little details. Like they're just in it for the long haul. Um, and so I think kind of talking to those kind of people made it feel like, you know, it would be difficult to find the people that really want this, I think, and like figure out distribution for it. Um, and so yeah, we kind of, uh, tabled the, the idea, um, but it was it's interesting it was an interesting exercise um and it was interesting like thinking through like okay what other idea like in the web 3 space could we work on together um, and that I think that could be really fun um see so yeah, that that was kind of the whole saga uh, for for everyone <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's it's kind of it would be interesting to know like all the ideas well not maybe all of them but like I mean, hopefully it's interesting for people to hear like entrepreneurs thinking of an idea and like going through the research and the process to like, figure out if like, should they actually commit to it or not? Um, cause that's kind of what we did. Um, like we did a decent amount of research and work and, and t- talking back and forth to figure out like, okay, do we actually want to, do we, do we actually want to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and
1: I, I think we were actually pretty quick to decide not to do it. Like we could have been way you know, more undecided if if we really wanted to pursue it or not. But the signal was just so clear that it was like, yep, probably not. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, because I, I and I think at least that's how I try to approach ideas is like once I have the idea, it's like I have to prove it right. Like I have to validate that it is actually something I should work on. It's not for me. It's not just, oh, I have the idea. I'm going to just start doing it. And it's it's uh, something I'm, it's worth my time. Um, like, I have to do more work to, like, verify that actually this is something I want to do and it's worth it or, you know, kind of validate it to some degree. Um, so, yeah, I, I wonder if that's how a lot of people think about it. It seems like in some some people that build in public, at least on Twitter, it seems like they, at least from the public, it almost feels like they just had the idea and then they just, like, started working on it right away, um, which... I don't think is the best way of going about it, but I don't know. It's that's, yeah, that's why I think it'd be interesting to hear more like of people's process of how they go through this and like from the start, um, with an idea. It would actually be
1: interesting to hear more ideas that people didn't go, go through with, right? Like what did they consider as, as a project or as a, as a business idea and then just shelf it again, because, because why ever?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And obviously those reasons could be different for everybody.
1: <clears throat> yep.
0: Sweet. Well, I think that's about all, all I have to talk about.
1: Yeah. Um, so let's, yep. let's call it a day.
0: <laughs> all right. Let's call it a day. Thank you for listening. Um, put some of the things we talked about uh, that have links in the show notes. And I uh, appreciate everyone for following along our journeys. We'll talk to you in another one.
1: See you next week.